Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, Laurie and Julia Show, My Talk 107, Want Everything Entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. We are not very far away from, like we like to say, checking in the Project Down and Dirty Masterpiece. That's right, Donnie. I, I, I backed. Uh, no, you, I backed. No. I staged. I've got. Oh my gosh. I've got. Uh, <laughs> I've got an outfit from Casey. <laughs> You made you do. You did what for him? Casey said, "Wear one of my uh, one-piece uh, zip-up jumpsuits like for painting and and uh, welding and all the oh. other things." Because I was like, I, "I we're gonna get messy." Yes. And uh, so I I'm like, "Oh, I love a chance to wear a zip-up jumpsuit." Aren't the pa- legs a little short? Oh no, it's huge. <laughs> no. It's pretty big. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because they just come, you know, like... Uh, Small, medium, large. large the right. leg sizes don't matter. Oh, That's right. Okay. Yeah. I tried to put a belt on it with it in case he's like, no, let the zipper speak for itself. And the paint I love stains. that you fashioned it for... So I went to Lori's yesterday for the football game and... Uh, Was that your claim to fame this weekend? <laughs> Should it be? <laughs> no. That or my tennis lesson. I don't know which was more eventful. Tough choice. But you had already started the staging, and so I used that restroom on the second floor, and I started to get a panic attack, thinking, of course, she's already got her clothes lined up to pack. Well, it's We just, do check in tomorrow night. Yes, Julia, and we have to pack for a whole week of... Or of, of art and shows and evenings, and there's like, you know, we're basically, you know, we're, we're going on a four-day trip. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know? And Donnie, you've what? informed us you're wearing old sweatpants. I hope they're not the old tight kind. No, no. <laughs> no, just, you know, champion sweatpants. Okay. That, that Good and baggy all, and stuff. Yeah, so they can get all dirty and blotchy <laughs> with paint. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, so you got to think of all I, these little different things. Well, when I paint at home, I wear my clothes inside out. Yeah. Oh. So whatever I've on, I just throw it inside out. Mm. Unless it's a big job, I'll put on a painting. Yeah. You know, I have painting clothes. Oh, I, mean, I do have painting. Oh, I remember yeah, something. see, if we think of it, we've got, can, some, painting you've got some painting pants and... 
I mean, we might be doing huge canvases. I saw a thing on CBS Sunday Morning yesterday. So did I. About the lady who rolled around with her body on paint. I'm like, well, we could do that. <laughs> that, that looked cool. Her tricks with watercolors yeah, yeah, and everything. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, amazing. And then I'm I like, I'm waiting for it, waiting for it. Jackson Pollock came up because, of course, he was the guy that everyone says, oh, I could paint that, but... You really can't. No, you really can't. Mm -mm. It makes it look easy, all those stripes. It does, doesn't it? But we'll find out. But, Donnie, what was your weekend claim to fame? Uh, Let's see. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, Molly came over with a a friend yesterday. We spent a lovely afternoon together with her special friend. You know what I mean? I love how you say that. (laughs) Special friend. Well, they don't get the assignation just because you're going out. Yeah, yeah. But I did see, you know I love me a music documentary. You know this about me, right? So I did watch the... uh, the David Crosby one called "Remember My Name." Oh, was it good? Very good, very good. He What's has, it on? Uh, I think I rented it on Amazon. Oh, you rented it? Yeah, okay. yeah. It's a, he has led quite the life, and uh, a lot of good and a lot of bad. Mm-hmm. And he is the first to admit that for a good part of his life, he was a super blank. He was wasted. Yeah. Well, he was also and a he jerk. Was, he was a, a big jerk. jerk. Yeah. He was a big jerk. I mean, he got fired by the birds and it goes that by Graham that Nash far. writes about that in his memoir. Even though he yeah. considers him this really close friend, he yeah. just was so difficult. Very, oh, really? Very and a lot difficult. of his difficulty was because he was wasted or yes, under the influence yes. of something. Served mm-hmm. time in federal prison. Yeah. Oh, drugs. really? Yes, he did. Yes. Oh, fascinating. He was on All the right. FBI's 10 most wanted list. Yep. And they for what? For drugs. Drugs. Drug trafficking. I mean, basically <laughs> getting thrown in prison saved his life. It did. Yeah, and he admits Because you have that. to sober up. Yeah. He had to sober up mm-hmm. because he had he could he could write a song for somebody and get twenty five. I mean, he was just doing anything, and he could get hired, and he could get money. He could do that from prison. No, no. Oh. When he was on the outside, okay. it just was never. Uh, he'd be court ordered to do something. Finally, they had to throw his butt in jail. Right. What do we think Lori Laughlin's going to learn from being in prison? I think, uh, think that she and her husband are going to break up. I do too, Lori. I think those two are going to break up. Mm-hmm. I do because he talked her into not taking the. The, the plea deal. The plea deal. Mm-hmm. And now that she's going to like maybe have to do like a year and a half or something in prison or right. whatever it is. I don't know. Tell us about your claim to fame because you had a meal extraordinaire. Well, my claim to fame was I did manual labor, which <gasps> just happens oh, four times stop. a year. Stop. What? Stop the press. <laughs> Can't be. Oh, no, Lori, not you. Oh, uh, yeah. The annual Did you have yard, to lift anything? I lifted. Oh, my I, gosh. Say it isn't so. Oh, Julia, I don't like it. The couple times. Times a year it happens to me, but yes, it was, you know, everyone. <laughs> Everyone's changing over their stuff. Everyone was doing their the yards yard. and putting away stuff. And even though it was this beautiful day and it was going to be beautiful, it's like, it's better. I've put, I've done the stuff in the cold. Damp. Oh, it's horrible in the it's cold. It's not fun. No. So it was nice and everybody was out. And I was just like, I'm like, oh, look at me doing. Saturday was beautiful. My, my, my you know, annual labor. I do it mm-hmm. like just maybe Four times a year, like clockwork. Tell us about Jones in the Park, though, oh, because you gosh. had a meal. That place is amazing. So we had some some friends were in town from New York City. Mm-hmm. You want to bring the fancy New York City people to some place that will impress them. 
And so we went to Jones in the Park. It was just amazing. It was a prefix dinner. And and they do that, don't they? Have like a prefix meal most nights kind of thing? I, I don't know. I'm not a regular there, right? Julia. But it, the food was absolutely amazing. And at the end of the meal, I don't know how I have not known about chocolate wine, but... oh. Dessert wines are wine. amazing. Yeah. So, have you had chocolate wine? No. Is is it a red wine with chocolate it's, flavor? Yes. Basically, dessert wines it's, have it's, a, a category of their own, yes, which is yes. to yeah. die for. It was really. I was thinking it wasn't going to be anything oh. that special, and it was like really a perfect thing to have. Yeah. At the end of this this lovely, lovely meal. meal. So yeah, chocolate wine. Mm. I'm slow to the party on this. Oh one. yeah. All right. So I have to tell you. So I got this. Um, I don't know when I got it, but it was the Marshall Fields cookbook. And I think it was after Marshall Fields closed and they were Macy's and stuff. And so it was all about their pot pies and making pot popovers and all that kind of stuff. But there was a recipe in the back for turkey meatloaf. So I made it. Yeah. And I had to peel tomatoes and cook them and, you know, do all these extra steps. It was mush. I was so pissed. It took so many hours. And I made it and nothing worked. Why it, would tomatoes be in meatloaf? Because you put half it in the meatloaf with your breadcrumbs and oh, everything. Oh, I see, and I see. I, it was just to give the turkey flavor. Because turkey, you know, ground turkey doesn't have a ton of flavor. Yeah. So I was just like, last night, finally, when I took it out of the oven at like <laughs> nine. Because I didn't have panko. I didn't have, you know, the red pepper and all this crap. I was so, because if you it follow a recipe. No, it was just water. It was oh. just mush. But really? if you follow a recipe, you know, you usually get a good result. Yeah, that's true. So I was like, not making that one again. Going back to my old-fashioned meatloaf, which I love. Yeah. But I was, I always follow a recipe. I followed it to a T. To have it go so wrong, I was upset with Marshall Fields. Well, to me, turkey meatloaf is a mystery meatloaf. It shouldn't exist. That's why I needed all the extra <laughs> qualities in it. Because I thought... It just sounds bad, doesn't it? Turkey meatloaf. It didn't work out. Uh, just stick to the... Well, I like the three. The, the pork, pork, the veal, and the beef. See, I don't that like makes, that one. Oh, it's so moist when you make the three together. I was just like, hamburger, I've decided. Mm. I learned a lesson, though, Lori. Yeah, yeah. Mystery can, Sometimes meat. turkey, ground turkey, you cannot dress up. Yeah. You really... It's just the thought of it. It's so gross. It took so much time, and oh, I was like, how oh, is this just failing massively? All right, listen, we got to go. It's time for a story we can't get enough of. Quit me. Thanks for hanging out with us. Hope your weekend was good and you felt kind of refreshed. Today was a cozy day to not want to go anywhere. I didn't even want to come to work. I knew it's it. Like 12.30 it and I'm like, Monday. I gotta get up. And it was just like, but I felt refreshed. I had like oh. a, such a nice, relaxing weekend. It's beautiful. Yeah. It was a great weekend. Okay, so uh, over the weekend um, on ITV Across the Pond, Harry and Meghan, an African Journey aired and it will be airing on ABC on Wednesday night, and I don't know if it's abbreviated or whatever, but right. the, the there are two moments uh, that are taking up most of the headline uh, today. for today mm-hmm. since that aired. And the first is Prince Harry's answer about whether or not it's true he and Princess Prince William are not getting along. And the second is Meghan Markle revealing that her British friends told her the UK tabloids would rip apart her life. So yes. let's play the first, this is from uh, Good Morning America. It's um, hard. 
you know, I don't think anybody can understand that. But Duchess Meghan, in her own words, opening up to ITV's Tom Bradby about the struggle she faces from the press and the public while living in the spotlight. But I, in all fairness, I, I had no idea, which probably sounds difficult to understand here. But when I, um, when I first met my now husband, my friends were really happy because I was so happy. But my British friend said to me, I'm sure he's great, but you shouldn't do it because the British tabloids will destroy your life. And I very naively, I'm American, we don't have that there. What are you talking about? That doesn't make any sense. I'm not in tabloids. I didn't get it. So it's, um, yeah, it's been complicated. Congratulations, British tabloids. You have managed, you're going out of your way to destroy a gorgeous, idealistic, biracial American woman who had the nerve to fall in love with Prince Harry. Who's, and they're doing good things. They are doing good things. But, I mean, like Which, they, she was warned they will destroy your life. And, of course, she is 100% correct. Americans wouldn't have any idea. We would have no clue. No clue at all because this is part of just the noise of uh, a UK citizen and is these tabloids. And whenever I've gone to London, I always love pick picking up? up the tabloids. And I just am, to use a British word, uh, we're always agog and aghast at what <laughs> yes. we see. There's right. a new a topless woman every day on page three. 3 a.m. ladies. 3 a.m. ladies. Yeah. Okay, so let's play the next one. Okay. In the documentary, Bradby says he saw a couple under extreme pressure who seem at times to be buckling beneath it. You know, I, I, I've said for a long time to H, that's what I call him. It's not enough to just survive something, right? Like, that's not the point of life. You've got to thrive, you've got to feel happy. And I think I really tried to adopt this. British sensibility of a stiff upper lip. It has its, you know, it has its advantages, I guess. I really tried, um, but I think that what that does internally is probably really damaging. Um, And the biggest thing that I know is that I, I never thought that this would be easy, but I thought it would be fair. And that's the part that's really hard to reconcile. But, um... I don't know. Just do take each day as it comes. That's my favorite line, though, Mm because you can see that, you know, yes, it's just what your theory has always been, Lori, is that Harry warned, excuse me, Prince William warned warned Harry about uh, her being American and coming in and being a part of the machine, the monarchy, and then all the press that goes along with it, that it would be brutal. Well, her friends said it. We yes. we just surmised that that William yes. pointed it out to him. Here's we've got a couple more cuts. Oh, one of okay. them for sure is the one where Harry repeats not once but twice that they're brothers and that they'll always be there for each other right. and they love each other, but that's not what the tabloids are taking yes. out of this. Here we go. The documentary was underway at the same time that Harry and Meghan announced legal action against a British tabloid over privacy concerns. Prince Harry revealed the pressures. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP 
for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. He feels to shield his family from the same public glare his mother, Princess Diana, lived with over two decades ago. I will always, I will always protect my family, and now I have a family to protect. Um, so... Everything that everything that she went through and what happened to her is incredibly raw every single day. And that's not me being paranoid. That's just me not wanting a repeat of, of the past. I will not be bullied <laughs> into, into, into playing a game that's, that killed my mom. Whoa. Okay, here's the one where he yes. talks about his brother. This uh, okay. reporter asked him about the, the rumors. Mm-hmm. Harry also revealing the state of his relationship with brother Prince William amid rumors of a royal rift. There's been a lot of talk in the press about rifts with your brother. How much of that is true? <laughs> um, you know, stuff um, stuff happens, but look, we're, we're brothers. We're, we'll always be brothers. Um, we're certainly on different paths at the moment, but I will always be there for him, and as I know, he'll always be there for me. I love him dearly, and you know, the majority of the stuff is probably, well, the majority of stuff is created out of nothing. Um, but... You know, it's just as I said, as brothers, you know, you have good days, you have bad days. And guess what? The tabloids have seized on that last comment by Prince Harry describing an apparent change in dynamic between him and Prince William. And I'll read you some of the headlines this morning. The Sun leads with bad blood brothers. Uh, the Mirror, Prince Harry confirms rift with brother William saying they have bad days. The Daily Express, Prince Harry, I'm on a different path than William. So exactly what they were trying to point to and say, hey guys, give us a break. It's just now snowballed today for but the if Royals. you if you hear him his, his complete statement yeah. mm-hmm. it's He's anything saying. but what exactly. those they take it out of context and right. make it into something that it never was intended to be because yeah, he repeats it twice yeah. that yeah. they're brothers mm-hmm. that they love each other they'll We'd always be there, be there for right. each other and of course when it's it's very relatable the dynamics between siblings i absolutely. mean absolutely if and you have one it's just always a dynamic situation and I think uh, that the feuding, you know, I could see it being where Harry is like, why isn't anyone speaking up? I told you. In the firm, why do they just want to have a stiff upper lip? And then he's supposed to explain that to Megan, who's like, why isn't anyone? That's what I've had a problem with since day one. Mm. Why wouldn't he come forward and say, lay off my brother and his new wife or the queen, please? Lay off Megan. That's not how She's, it's done, Julia. But, th- but things change. And I think, you know, they're going to be having, Megan and Harry are going to be spending Thanksgiving 
in which is an American holiday mm-hmm. yes. in California with um, Doria Megan's mom. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I love. I think they're going to start doing a lot of different things because he's not going to be king. But here's the thing: a lot of this BS about the nail polish and the tiaras and mm-hmm. Kate crying that came from inside the palace. So they Harry to- is probably going. Why doesn't someone fire stand these up people? For my wife. I would agree. All this racist, sexist BS. And I think it is, it's put a serious strain on the newlyweds, Julia. No doubt. Well, and you can see it and feel it. Ah, I can't wait to watch this thing on ABC on Wednesday night. All right. Listen, we'll be back. We do have to wrap up this. I can deal with the bad nights when I'm with my baby. It's Monday. Thanks for being with us. We're all here. We're starting Project Down and Dirty, the masterpiece tomorrow. We're just flexing our painting fingers. <laughs> Getting into, you know, yeah. we're doing like HR overruled Donnie posing nude a la Prince in the Love yeah, Sexy what are you album. Do? Yeah. Yeah. Makes like, me very harassment yeah mm-hmm. well harassment and now he's gonna pose in old sweatpants yeah <laughs> just see what as that good. brings us yeah wear a long t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> maybe wear your Carter shorts over them. yeah right if you still have that pull-up pair oh my yeah. god <laughs> we love giving you crap Donnie. I i'd like to give equal yeah. coverage uh since we've talked about prince harry megan markle's uh a documentary uh tonight on channel four in the uk there will be a documentary about prince andrew's friendship with the old molester and pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. They are going to give him right. some coverage. That's right. And uh, orgies and all kinds of damning information. Mm. People speaking on records that there were 13 different numbers for Prince Andrew and Jeffrey Epstein had them all. Wow. I swear, I, th- I think some of this uh, stuff, the reason why uh, the firm, the palace, hasn't Isn't- said anything is as long as they're doing all that folderol about Meghan Markle. We'll give her Meghan Mar- Markle as our scapegoat. Well, then if there you isn't. Stamp Andrew. Well, there isn't. It's not even a prid, quid pro quo like that, but it's much more difficult for people to make fun of people who've been raped, assaulted, well, sexual course. traffic. Right, right. Okay, so it's easier to come up with these faux outrages right. about mm. Megan, Maggie, Megan, and Megan, and how greedy she is, and this, that, and the other thing. Because he has tried to downplay his relationship oh, with Prince Andrew. And as everyone has tried to downplay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Anyway, so that's airing tonight. We'll see what the British tabloids what they do with all of the revelations they're going to happen on that story real quickly i've mentioned this show to julia it's called press and it's on pbs at nine o'clock on sunday yeah what you can see what this one newspaper does the post which is the tabloid exactly how they 
fool around with the headlines and they change the context of the story. Yeah. They do it all. It's, it's fascinating yeah. to watch. Yeah, it is. Because now a story is coming from BBC that Prince William is now all of a sudden worried about the Sussexes and thinks they're in a fragile place. Well, tell me more about that story. Well, I mean, the other thing that Prince William benefits from all the smearing of Meghan is that it took away from Rose of Shumley, who he'd been stooping uh, out in uh, Shumdalay, whatever, out in the Cotswolds. Shumdalay Valley. Yeah, in the Cotswold, where he'd had quite a thing for her, and her husband is like the king, the queen's... Um, right-hand guy who says she's announcing she's coming in, whatever you call that person. Sure. Um, he, I've got an announcement of the queen. Ding, but, ding. but her husband is that guy, so he's 20 years older than she is. Okay. And Rose of Chumley and, uh, and the Duchess of Hanbury has been stooping Prince William. And so there was a bunch of happening in June and then, you know, the chum was fed to the royal reporters about Megan. Oh, let's see. Didn't know how to hold her baby and had the expensive <laughs> baby shower. Anything. Just It's mm-hmm. good distraction because you've got two ugly stories about the queen's favorite son, Prince Edward. Right. Who was known associate of Jeffrey Epstein. Yes. Longtime friends partied with them. And then Prince William doing what. Kings and future kings want to do, which is have their way, have their with way with many. Okay, That's so it. here Donnie posted the Crown oh, season four. Geez. Um, the trailer has been released today. You got to watch it. I can get used so, to this. I can get used to the new people. We were kind of what Donnie season three. Yeah, it's season. Three. Oh, look at the headline right here. Honest beat. No one checks headlines anymore. Well, uh, Julia. If you were counting in your mind, you'd know it was only the third season. But it Because we've had two seasons. It kind of bugs me. Ah. That's, we find so many errors, and I just read it. Okay, so anyway, we mm-hmm. have um, new people playing. Well, Olivia Coleman. Yes. Who people know from Broadchurch mm-hmm. and Fleabag. She's playing Queen Elizabeth. And then the beautiful, beautiful guy from Outlander, mm-hmm. Toby Menzies. Menzies. Menzies is Prince Philip. To me, the characters look like they are Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip in their 40s. Yes. The timeline is a weird, it's only like like five or four years yeah. since the last crown. But I do think when we watch that trailer, they're both, it's going to be great. I mean, they've got a big, they got a jug-eared young man to play Prince Charles. Yes. But it's interesting because what we saw in that trailer was Queen Elizabeth Always, always, always having to keep a stiff upper lip and never let her true feelings be known. Ever. So I bet that there is some consternation among not necessarily Queen Elizabeth, but Mm -hmm. maybe Prince Philip or maybe some of the other older family members and stuff about why isn't, why aren't Meghan and Harry, why are they whining or whinging or whatever it is that the British people say you're whinging. Why are you suing the tabloids? We don't even acknowledge they exist. You know, they're suing. Yeah. And and that's a big darn deal what they're doing. But yeah, quit whining. I mean, you can see where that, because we saw just from the little bit of that trailer where she's only really allowed to like vent to a couple people, her sister, her Her husband, husband, and that's about it. Yeah. And maybe her mom, because it looked like we are going to see... Because oh, the Queen uh, Mom lived forever. Oh, yeah, very, yeah. 
Close to 100, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel Very like right. Elizabeth was in her 80s when her mom died, yes. or early well, this, 80s. This or next, late 70s. This season three yeah. will start in the 80s. And you have Gillian Anderson playing. Oh, it starts um, in the 80s? Yeah, that's well, what it, it says goes, here. No, okay, hold on. Yeah. No, Gillian Anderson is going to be season four. So I, I'm sorry if that came out wrong. Gillian Anderson plays Margaret Thatcher. They're already filming season four. Oh, they are? Yes. Season three is filmed, ready to go. Season four, which we'll see next year, is Margaret Thatcher comes into the picture. Because we're still in the 60s in are this trailer. Are we in the yes, 60s? we okay. are in the 60s. I don't know why I bother to read this stuff. <laughs> All the words jump around. <laughs> well, it says season four. We're talking about it today. We posted it. I just thought... Well, it- there were two different posts. So sorry for the confusion. The season three trailer and Gillian Anderson looking a lot like Margaret Thatcher in the upcoming season I was four. confused. Well, you know what? I do like that the, that they're filming it back-to-back because we've had a little bit of a gap, it feels like, with The Crown. We have had like a year and a half. half it'll off. be a gap. So that's... Yeah, November 17th. So that's very good. when it comes back. And then tonight on HBO, if you have HBO, Catherine the Great, it's a four-part miniseries. Yeah. So... Uh, I don't know what the critics are saying about it. I haven't looked to see what any of the sneak peeks are, but I can't imagine that it's not fantastic. Given the source material and you have Helen Mirren. Exactly. Playing Catherine the Great. Mm-hmm. 78% currently on Rotten Tomatoes. All right. So just there's your little DVR alert. Your little oh, yeah. TV alert. All right. There we go. And then uh, let's I, see. You know what? Did you guys see the interview yesterday by any chance with Francis, um, with Martin Scorsese and, oh. and Pacino, Al Pacino and um, De Niro? De Niro. Yes, I did. That was on CBS Sunday morning. So much fun to watch. This movie, Irishman. The Irishman. I, the Irishman. It looks good, but he said a profound thing, Martin. Um, excuse me. Uh, yeah, Martin Scorsese said. No one in Hollywood wants to make films, our kind of films anymore. They only want to make the Marvel films and that kind of stuff. They don't want to make our films. China is who they make movies for now. Mm-hmm. So it's true. I thought that was very telling. And he says, and Netflix came forward. They gave us the money. They didn't ask any questions. Well, because he wanted to do that that younger aging thing, which right. apparently is expensive and mm-hmm. Hollywood wasn't sure about that. Listen, get the money wherever you can get the money Absolutely. to make your movies It looks made. good, though. I thought it looked kind of good. You didn't think so? I well, I mean, I I'll probably, excited. I'll probably watch it. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Al Pacino just absolutely. I think the hair dye has gotten oh. to him. He was nuttier than nutty. He is nutty. He is a nut. <laughs> he is a nut, and he was very disheveled looking. Oh. And I wanted to. Fix his hair. I want him to stand Where up. Where is and his fix- younger girlfriend? Does he not have one at the moment? That's all I out. could think of. Lori, you're so. I funny. mean, no, really. I was just like <laughs> he, he was used to be. He was so. He handsome. was so hot. Yeah. Where's and, the Scarface Al Pacino? Well, I mean, you know, he's still a nice enough looking guy, but that ratty hair, and his ill fitting outfit, the suit and. The, I don't know. I, I guess, I don't know. Do you, just damn it. If you're 78, you're just going to be rumpled and that's it. He if doesn't he wants. care. He doesn't care. No. But I thought De Niro looks sort of polished. So funny. Well, I didn't like it, Julia. I like and Martin I swear- Scorsese more than anyone. He had yeah. the whitest chops. Yeah. Um, And he just, he and smiled. Those black eyebrows I know. that nobody trims. There's no person <laughs> in his life who gives him a trim. 
Yeah. We yeah. used to we used to work with someone, and every time he'd come around the corners, he had such it's flyaway a- eyelashes. We'd bat our eyelashes like like we were winking. Like, no, that was <laughs> like caterpillars. It's Bonnie, true. <laughs> we had a guy on our yes. show way long ago where he talked about how men, as they get older, they assume there's all kinds like there's the praying mantis that there is a power look to having fly away, run away eyebrows out of your nose, your, out of your ears. Ear, that, that 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 it's kind of a. Like an old stag kind of a thing, really? you know? Yeah, that it's a signal to other other animals men. that you're in a power mode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, don't know. I the first thing I think is, oh, he's widowed or doesn't have a girlfriend or a boyfriend and he or hasn't anybody. Been barber. Yeah, lately. nobody is telling him. Like, I mean, I see. Casey, every once in a while, and I'm like, oh my gosh, we need to. I'm grooming you right this second. You know, there's a, a cicada that could land on one of your eyebrows. They just like they keep growing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah and we Casey need- has these jet black eyebrows like Martin Scorsese, and his hair is getting very salt and pepper. And I'm like, okay, the eyebrows are the last thing to, to go to hair for the hair. For the hair. Because the many times the beard goes or is a different color, then you get the hair growing. But I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The eyebrows do stay closer to the... I mean, because I don't have a gray eyebrow yet. Yeah. Do you? No. I mean, and, not that I'm aware and of. Not that I'm aware of. I've never I, seen one. If I saw one, I'd pull it out, even though they say just to cut it. But I wouldn't. I would just like that would be damned. Oh, Lori. I mean, well, I've, it all started with the never, gray pubic hair on I, Sex in the City. I know, and I've never had a gray pubic hair, and I don't want to find one. <laughs> I know. I wonder what that happens. I don't want to know. Does it happen? (laughs) I don't want to know. I feel like that that pubic hair is going to be like the eyebrow hair, and it's going to stay the freshest longest. When you shave your beard, what color does it? Yeah, and I guess if you wax your whole mon pubis, you'll You'll never never have to deal with it. Or and then if you laser it, you'll never know the age old question. Do you go gray down there? What age do you go gray? Unbelievable. I know. All right, listen, we got to go. We got to go. We got to talk about the wildest show that debuted on HBO last night. It was incredible. Can we pretend? Can we pretend? That it's Friday again. <laughs> Everybody, just sh- take a deep breath. Uh, oh, yeah. I like pretending that. Yeah. Like Actually, yeah, I'm kind of excited for our little our little adventure. I think so, Our one too. time of the year to stir up trouble between everybody. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. link arms. Fun. Yeah, it is always mm. fun. It is always fun. And we don't... We don't know anything about anything except for a few things that they've told us we have to do. And that's... Show up. 
Show up. That's one. Do our shows. That's two. Have a couple of ideas. (laughs) Bring some boots. Yeah, bring boots. That's all we know. That's all we know. (laughs) Have a couple ideas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Bring some boots. Uh, Okay, so if you were kind of on the fence about are you going to subscribe to Apple TV, Donnie's posted another trailer for you to look at. Uh, We're going to get it just for watching the morning show with Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston. But uh, there's another... Uh, trailer that they've dropped starring Haley Steinfeld as the famous Emily Dickinson, the author. It's just called Dickinson. Looks so good. It really does. It looks so good. It, it, I mean, it's set in the 19th century of yes. the time of Emily Dickinson, but it's cursed coming of age and she's going to be an unexpected hero, I think, for our millennial era. It looked really, really good. Yep. And Wiz Khalifa. He plays death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's posted. Take a look at that. Last night, um, if you watched it, it was on HBO. It was this highly anticipated, heavily promoted show on HBO called Watchmen. And I swear they were promoting it back when Game of Thrones yes, was on. Yes, they were. Yes, it's, they were. Because uh, I feel like it'd be the same crowd. Yeah, it could be. And it's based on a comic book. And I didn't really know anything about it. Mm-hmm. And no, Casey I and I either. watched it. And I just... Thought it was tremendous. I don't know exactly what I watched, <laughs> what it was about. I know it has to do with race relations. Yeah. Um, how the movie starts out is there's this little kid in a movie theater watching a silent movie and someone's playing the piano and it's just mm-hmm. getting more and more and more and more. Anyway, and the kid's watching a Western where the hero is U.S. Marshal. Bass Reeves, who is the real life guy that supposedly was the inspiration for um, the Lone Ranger. Oh, okay. Oh, and you doing your research? Just, just a tiny. Mm -hmm. I just saw that on Twitter. Even though Reeves was black and the Lone Ranger was white, he. Anyway, the next thing we know, the next scene is it's it's a clear. It's nineteen twenty one, and it's looks to be like. The Ku Klux Klan is riding into Tulsa and killing people. And so the Tulsa race riot of 1921 is sort of what launches the show. Then in then all of a sudden it's present day time. Because that's where I started watching. What you're even talking about, I didn't see. I must oh. have started it somewhere in the middle. Yeah. So you you see this boy and then there's sort of a oh, tie-in. But you had to just kind of watch it and okay. sort of let the experience yeah watch wash over you i oh, guess I'll give it a, try. a lot of people had no idea i have no that idea there was a t- there was a race uh, riot and that all these people black people were killed the ku klux klan i mean just i've never horrible. even heard of it till you just brought it up exactly so anyway now it moves into this modern i won't describe it because it just sounds cuckoo it don't <laughs> but don johnson's in it yeah. um robert redford is the president I saw richard that. nixon is on mount rushmore vietnam is an american state all the cars are electric oh, so alternate history it's an kind alternate of, history. Kind of, okay. and squid periodically rain down from the sky oh, and course. everyone um <laughs> treats it as a familiar annoyance and regina king is everything in it absolutely everything there's this unbelievable Oklahoma scene that happens. Don't tell us anymore. Yeah. Don't tell us anymore. And I will just say this about Don Johnson singing a little something from Oklahoma. I give you heartbeat from the 80s. Oh my his gosh. duet yes. with, no, Barbara with Barbara Streisand. Streisand. Yeah. Isn't it? All right. I can sing it. Let mm-hmm. me wait. <laughs> I know yeah. it. Yeah. 
Can I find it? Can I find it? Because I'm looking. They Wendy, dated. They, they dated. dated. She dated on Andre Agassi, kind of yes. a little bit. Get she working dated, on that book, Babs. She dated Don Johnson, and he was launching and at his, the height of his hotness yes. with uh, Miami Vice, Vice, and he wanted to be an a '80s singer. pop star like yep. Bruce Willis. Yep. And uh, there's a really cheesy video for Heartbeat. Oh, I loved but that. But he, he sings in the show Watchmen. Okay. okay. I'm, I only watched a little bit of it because I it was... It wouldn't make any sense. All right, here we go. go. I don't care what you this isn't the song, Penny. It, it says Heartbeat right on it. Your money don't mean much to me. That might not be the duet with Barbara, but this is his oh, song. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was his song. Donnie, this no, was, I, this I, was the song that he had the most traction with. You were I'll in love it. with his Barbara Streisand. His okay. duet with his Don duet, But Heartbeat right, was it. the song that uh, he hoped to push him up the Billboard Hot 100. <laughs> It's till I oh, found till I loved you, you or loved, loved you. you. Yes, yeah. all right, okay. so play it. I'm, I'm, well, I'm getting there. You'll get oh, there. I can play it off my phone. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it was, I just thought it was tremendous. It was fabulous. I don't know what the hell I was watching. And Casey and I just looked at each other and we're like, wow, that was good. I'm not exactly sure about everything that happened. There you go. Here we go. Well, I got better quality here, Julia. Oh, okay. Wait a minute, you got two things planned at the same time here. What's going on? I don't. On? You That's don't. you. Oh, Mine I see, it? I see. Okay, I got it, I got it. Yeah, I, it's totally my fault. Here we go. All right, here we go. I was lost, I was blind, till I left you. This is never on her greatest hits, have you noticed? Couldn't find. Did they harmonize? He did. She didn't ask him to be on her duets album. No, everyone on her duets album was new. Well, no, Skip Billy Joel. They were real we singers. They're singing together. And then he starts out. Oh, what a drippy, terrible song! No wonder it didn't go anywhere. Jeez. I have it on my playlist. Oh, of course, oh, of course you do. I have, I think, <laughs> the number between Kelly Clarkson and Barbra Streisand songs yeah. I have that I've bought yeah. or had put on CD, it's huge. Well, in Watchmen, Don Johnson sings People Will Say We're In Love from Oklahoma. Oh, and it's really oh. not bad. But, you know, people on Twitter were like, wow, that's Dakota Johnson's dad sings. <laughs> He's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, he really is. He's aged like a handsome yeah. man and he got paid all back all that money CBS owed, owed him from Nash Bridges. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Remember? Yeah, you're right. I know. Very good gossip memory, all right. Julia. All right. All right, listen. Mary we'll Melanie Griffith twice. <laughs> Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for being the mind of Don Johnson. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Right now, get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton Shred. Accessories like non-slip grip resistance bands, a heart rate monitor, yoga blocks, and more. Take your workout to the next level with Peloton, motivation that moves you. Hurry, this limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.